Now drop that beat, come on. From side to side, don't stop. Come on, now it's about that time. Shake, shake that ass. Drop it. Bring the funk back. Let it rock. From side to side, you gotta rock. Oh yeah, now it's about that time. Don't stop. Shake, shake that ass. Drop it. You're listening to the New Attacks podcast. You're probably wondering why we named this New Attacks. Well, when our last kid headed out to college, I found a bunch of lingerie I bought with good intentions, but never wore. Now, I wear some of that New Attacks lingerie every time we record. And we post sexy pictures on Twitter and Instagram. We do. On this podcast, we share our journey in lifestyle and how we live our most authentic lives. We explore the good, the bad, and the misfires. And we share some advice to our 20-year-old selves that we wish we would have known then. Let's get started. I think we should. Carpe diem. See you again. So, do you think we really messed people up with that new intro? Probably. Assuming they listened that far. Or they they fast-forwarded to the place where they normally think our podcast starts and wasn't there. So, I'm sure it was a little bit of a challenge for them. Yeah, a little bit different. But, hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? I'm okay. So why did we mix it up today? Well, this is our anniversary episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. This is this starts our third year. So it does start our third year. And I think you're tired of the old music is part of what prompted it. We wanted to switch it up anyway. Yeah. But I think we're going to change how we go about the format just a little. We'll keep the same format of talking about advice to our 20-year-old selves. No, it's not really advice. It's kind of like, what will we tell our 20-year-old selves? Um, that's true. It's not going to be much different. We'll still talk about what we've done, and then we'll talk about some topic, which hopefully will lead into sexy stories. And we have a lot of sexy stories. We do. Because we haven't recorded since Halloween. It's been a long time. This is as long as we've gone in between a recording. It really is, and that usually bothers me. I know. Well, it bothers me too, but it didn't seem to because we had well, we had life get in the way with family and work, but more fun time for us yeah I mean, especially for the two of us yeah we really found our groove in the last few we months did. we even decided hey we're taking off a staycation sexcation for the two of us and just had a wonderful week it was a good week we we've had a lot of sex it's a good thing we have you released the kraken i did yay <laughs> yay yay it was good for me too yeah Let's go back and let's start with Halloween because we haven't really talked to people since Halloween. That was a fun party. Before we go to the party. Oh, what? I want to talk about what you're oh, wearing. You know, our whole podcast is new with tags. This is true. And, and I do have new with tags on. And you actually have the new tag. I left the tag on on purpose. So I hate the tags in lingerie. I cut them out, I take them off. It's like the first thing I do before I put them on. And we have a Twitter follower who always comments that they don't see the tag. So I actually left the tag on today. So it's, I don't know, maple? I don't even know what it is. Something like that. I don't know. came out of a box. So it's very pretty. But you can, here, let me. It's red lace. Mm -hmm. I call it a plunging neckline, but it goes way south of the navel. Yeah, beyond my belly button. And the back is beautiful with all kinds of, it almost looks like, Sabari. Yeah, kind of. It, it's it's laced a lot. but It's, it's strappy. Yes, it's strappy with crosses and little thong-like mm-hmm. material. It's really pretty. Yeah, thank you. And it has the tag. So thank you for the person who's kept us to our word of posting it's with tags. always new with tags unless I said, hey, I wore this for mm-hmm. a photo shoot or whatever. But they're always new with tags. This just happens to be, I actually 
didn't cut the tag out of it. So if you see the little white tag in the pictures, tough um, to prove that it really was truly new with tags lingerie. That's part of our format. We should probably keep it on. So we've done new with tags. So now we can actually talk about Halloween. Sorry, I was jumping ahead to the good stuff. Yeah, because we've actually had a lot of good stuff the last two, two and a half months. Yeah. So for Halloween, we did a two-day hotel takeover with the Play Champagne Group. We hadn't done one of their hotel takeovers before. It was really fun. It was really fun. Decent hotel. You know, sometimes that can be, you're always wondering how those are going to be. And well attended. I mean, it was sold out, which was great. And the first night, you know, we really didn't know anybody there because we weren't meeting anybody there that we knew being local. I was, I had my eyes open um, and I didn't see anybody that we knew. Our costumes for that night, I was the unicorn. Mm -hmm. And you were the unicorn hunter. Yes, I was. Which was really a dragon. It was. But you had the unicorn hunter t-shirt. It was nice because the unicorn was always right next to me all the, at all times. This is true. This is true. So the costume was like, it was a pink corset and a little pink skirt. And I had a butt plug tail. And Multicolored I, rainbow almost. I had done one when we were at RM and it was a really small little plug. And I thought, oh, that's the problem. It keeps slipping out. And my, you know, I'd have to clench my te- cheeks everywhere I went. So I'm like, okay, we're not doing that. So I found another one. And it was a fairly big plug. In hindsight, there's not much difference between the widest part of it and the flange which is gonna be part of the story here so that's why they call it hindsight shut up so bad (laughs) so bad so we get ready and we go downstairs and we're they have a photographer to do pictures so we decide we're gonna have pictures done and so i'm standing in you know standing on the little paper thing that they put take the pictures on and all of a sudden i sort of feel but then i mostly hear this <laughs> it didn't quite make that loud of a noise <laughs> stop but it the, so the plug tail and all falls out and flops onto the ground where i'm standing with the photographer and her husband assistant you were mortified i was mortified like oh my gosh but she said the best thing she goes, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> no, it happens, happens to me all the hap- time. <laughs> all right. Not a big deal. Yeah. So well, after re- reinserting, I we finished with pictures and I decided they had a big ballroom and they had tables set up. And so I'm like, I'm not walking around with this plug in much because I already had one. And I, by the way, I went to the bathroom. I cleaned it up. I, you know, I didn't just like shove it up there while I was standing <laughs> I should be very clear about that. I'm not that uncouth. Um, I had to run away because I was embarrassed. But anyway, we go and we end up walking into the ballroom. And, you know, there's it's still kind of early because, you know, we hit the party early. And I decide I'm going to sit down because I'm like, I am not going to walk around and risk this plug falling out again. And you are the guy who works the room in general. And, you know, you're kind of looking around, we're kind of looking around to see if there's anybody we know. You you look over and I see on your face, you're like, I think I know them. And I recognize them, I thought, from an interaction like three years ago on one of the dating sites. We thought we were going to be in the same city as them. So we started a dialogue and we really hadn't talked to them much since then. Ever. Well, there's that. You hadn't, for sure. <laughs> but I recognized them and I walked up and they knew who we were, at least. Well, sort of. 
he sort of knew who you were. She thought you were a little bit of a creeper, I think, oh, at first. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? But you were standing over there talking, and I'm like, okay, you're talking, and you're talking, and you're talking. I'm like, okay, I can't just sit here. That's super well, rude. you're sitting on a butt plug to start with. Well, it that, can't be that comfortable. Well, it was way more comfortable than, you know, walking with my cheeks clenched together. to. But So I walk over, and I sit down because I'm like, I'm not going to stand you were standing. I'm like, I'm going to sit down. And so we struck up a conversation with them and they have turned into some really great friends. And I thank you for working the room. Yeah, it's what I do. It's what it's you what do. do. We have found some wonderful friends by me working the room or working the pool. Oh, absolutely. The creepy guy in the pool. Sometimes. Apparently the creepy guy in the ballroom too. So. Evidently. So maybe I shouldn't be your wing woman and I should just let you go do your thing. <laughs> You never know, really. That was a great night. We danced a lot. We talked. We spent most of the evening with this couple and just had, I mean, it was just a great time. It was just a great time. Really, we talked to a few other people, but for the most part, I mean, we even like went back up to our room and got drinks and came back down and and sort of reconnected with them. So we're like, okay, there may be, there may be something here. They were really smart, are really smart, interesting yeah. people. And I really won't tell you any more about what happened that night. Not right now anyway. Not right now. But it was it was fun. So we had a great time the next night was sort of the big Halloween party. We went in steampunk. Um which we like those outfits. I love that outfit. Um but there were what three or four women who had the same corset but a they little were, different they kind were of custom this... made and they were all the same pattern but different shapes to the intricacies yeah the the, the, the hooks and different uh, they were all different mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. was pretty cool and at one point we were standing in the hallway and there were three three of us sort of standing one next to one another we're like okay this is kind of funny and cool and they looked completely different like you know each each woman wore it very differently which was really pretty cool while that conversation was going on with you and the other two women i spotted somebody walking by that also reached out to us on a dating site and had just shown pictures to us like two days before. I'm like, I know them. Introduced ourselves. Wonderful, smart people too. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll get into that later too. But it was pretty cool to just randomly see people that we didn't think we would see. Well, let, let's be clear. I'm not random. Mm -hmm, Stalking maybe. is not random. Stalking is not random, no. But you are the one who tends to be on the dating sites and engaging with yeah, people. Not that much. We're not that much, but that's why it was really interesting to me. Like, I've been on here like twice in the last few months and boom, a couple yeah. people I knew. But we're not, we generally, by nature, aren't dating site people. Like, if you yeah, go out- We, we don't have, meet people that way very often. And I think it's because we are very social. It's mm -hmm. much more about truly friends with benefits. That's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And I just struggle with, making those kinds of connections without being in the same physical space. Mm -hmm. We have, but actually, I mean, Not very, very often. Mm -mm. That's very, 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 very rare. Seldom. Anything else about Halloween? Not for now. Maybe for later. Maybe for later. Yeah. Because we'll actually talk about that, that night. Well, that weekend, because it, it leads into our, our topic for today. Um, but we, we've actually had some people up to the house, the same couple that we were with at Halloween came and spent the night with us, weekend with us. That was fun. Sort of mm -hmm. hung out, did local stuff, and 
we stayed local and we sort of had swapped partners at one, you know, we were standing, um, oh, while we were out. when we were out and, you know, I was standing next to him and she was standing next to you and we did a little wine tasting thing at a winery and the guy who was doing the wine at first I think was a little confused and then we realized he was completely eavesdropping on all of our he conversations. Was. It was the best so day ever for him. It was the best day ever for him. So we sort of played it up just a little bit. Uh, but then, <laughs> then we get ready to go. We had our ticket and they had their ticket. And the guy was really confused. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm with him. And he just kind of looks. And she's like, and I'm with him. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of fun. It was kind of fun. Uh, so that was that was a great weekend. And we we had a date with one of the other couples that we yeah. um, met at Play Champagne. And they're smart into smart people. We've um, been very fortunate to run across some very smart, interesting people mm-hmm. of recent. Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, yeah. lifestyle we do. But yeah, that's, that's fun. Yeah, we really do. Even just the very vanilla conversations are really deep and interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I don't know if there's... So I guess the only other thing I would say that's going on with us is that we are going to go down to Secrets. We are. We decided we're going to go ahead and, and do um, a weekend down there in January. So we'll be at Secrets on the 14th and 15th of January, Friday and Saturday. We've never been. Never been. We're hoping to just check it out. And we have some people who... We have met um, amongst all of our travels and travails who are, that's their club. That's where they go. So um, we're going to meet them and they're bringing another couple that we don't know. And I guess it's just going to be a great time. One way or another, it's going to be a great time. We so, have a good time. And we're in a really good groove after sexcation for us. We so. are. We are. And it's one of the, we have New Year's Eve between now and then too. Cause we, we do. Forgot about that. We're doing Club Euphoria, their New Year's Eve party. It's a two day um, hotel this takeover. Is our third New Year's Eve there. We've had a great time each time. <laughs> yeah, that's it's been lots of fun. Um, and they're great people. And, and you know, we haven't seen that group of people since summer, so that will be good. I don't know that we have anything else to catch the tribe up with. Do you? Probably not now. Okay. No. So let's move to our next segment, which is going to be sort of of the meat and potatoes of what we're going to talk about. So again, a little different. No letter this time. Not not the same anyway. No, no not letter. Not the same. No letter. We'll see you on the flip side. So here we are in the second segment, and I don't quite know what to do without my little transition. No, it's a little new for us. It is a little new for us. We've actually had a lot of topics that while we've been sitting having dinner or talking with friends or whatever, we're like, oh, we need to do that on a podcast. But one of the things that is pretty pertinent here is just recently in the lifestyle, I feel like I've really sort of found my voice. You have. And and what I mean by that for the tribe is I sometimes struggle with asking for what I want in bed. And it took us a long time. Oh, a long time. To get there. I mean, and it goes back because when I was 20, I was dating somebody very seriously. Not me. Not you. 1.0. 1.0. And, you know, I kind of put myself out there and it was, it was my kink 
and it was bondage play and he did not know what to do with that. Yeah. You threw it out there and he was not catching what oh, you were throwing. Not at all. Not at all. And I that caused me to doubt myself. And he, he wasn't he wasn't awful about it. Like he just was like if I ignore it and we don't talk about it, maybe it'll just it'll go, go away. away. <laughs> Little did he know. So, you know, so it took us a while in our marriage for me. Oh, a long while. To really feel like. For both know, of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. That it took us a while. I mean, I'm. it took me a while. What do you mean by that? To use my voice of what I like and what I don't like. I mean, I think most people. Yeah, most people early in a relationship, they don't want to put themselves out too much. Right. And afraid of going, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Which I was probably like that. Little did we know. I'm like, wow, we push boundaries all the time now. But Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because I always related to you as the boundary pusher. I pushed boundaries, but not initially. It was a few years into our marriage. Yeah. We did take pictures on our honeymoon. That was, yeah, that was out there for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Wow, we've almost taken pictures since then, huh? <laughs> as, as we both, <laughs> as we look at our wall, yeah. I'm like, oh, let's see. Yeah, we, we have a wall with multiple pictures on it. We do. We actually have to add to that, by the way. We do. But it did. It took us a while. I was introducing the idea of bondage with you before we were married, because you we were in separate apartments at the time, and I remember tying myself up in your closet. Mm-hmm. I came home to that. Mm-hmm. That, that was awesome and scary at the same time. <laughs> what am I getting myself into? Eh, you married me anyway. I did. But, so, but I still, and honestly, even to this day, I sometimes feel like I push these things on you as opposed to... But you know better, don't you? I... I'm learning to know better. That's really weird. I'm pretty close. I mean, this, I'll be honest, the last couple months has really sort of made me stop and think, right? Really across the board. Well, I push things on you a lot. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. But I have for a long time. You have for a long time. And, you know, I think it's, you know, for a while, the only way I could find my voice was by writing. Mm-hmm. Because if it was somebody else... On paper. Who had. <laughs> like that made it not you. Somebody with a different name. Yeah. Um, had, you know, had those desires or those thoughts or wanted to do those kinds of things or liked those kinds of things. It was easier. Like it was just easier. It was easier. That was an easy way for me to communicate. And what was sort of my, you know, my deepest, darkest desires that came out on paper when you turned around and wrote your story and it freaked me out. It did. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote a lot of stories early on. I did, and I loved. I mean, remember, I just couldn't wait till you finished them. Mm-hmm. I remember it'd be like, you go upstairs and you finish reading, you know, finish writing that. You're like, well, I want to play. I'm like, well, finish writing your story first, <laughs> then we'll play. No, but then, yeah, I wrote a story, and ironically, it's much more mild than what we do in actual life. So I know it is. that's funny. It is, but we 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 have traversed in our journey quite quite well mm-hmm. but that's part of it is learning how to express what we like yeah and that's I, hard to do it really is harder I, for some I mean, maybe yes but well and i think as women it's hard because we're uh, the way we're socialized i mean i'm hoping that we've done better for our daughter and 
that the 20, 30-year-old women are really breaking through that barrier, and I love it. I love to see that. I, you know, I struggle, I mean, even with you and I, I struggle sometimes. Sometimes I don't know what I'm in the mood for, so we'll sort of start there. Sometimes that's sort of the root of, you know, I don't know what I want. Like, well, I don't know if I want soft and romantic. Do I want sort of that soul bonding do I just want bonding? <laughs> bondage. Bondage, that's what I meant. But, you know, it took a long time. It took a long time for me to be able to say to you, do this, touch me this way. And bringing toys into our relationship, we actually did fairly early. We did. And I I don't understand why men are threatened by that in general. Like, I don't I don't know what's threatening about a woman bringing toys. I think it's less play. than it used to be. I've always enjoyed watching you happy, mm-hmm. whether it's me or not, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but it was different for me, but I don't know that it was intimidating. It is for some. I've heard some people talk about it, um, but not for me. I mean, maybe the first couple times, but... Well, the first time we bought the Hitachi... Wand, yeah. Um, and and McCullum Blue... Um, <laughs> It was, I mean, that was a magical night. And, you know, all of those good feelings were on you because you were doing a lot of it. We were doing it together. Together. You know, but. It was hard for you to do that. Well, with me in the room. (laughs) Yeah. You you didn't do it by yourself very often. I was, I, I never masturbated. I mean, that's just not in my, it never was. That's not like somebody caught me and I didn't want to do it. It's just, I, I just never masturbated. And I mean, and really even now I can count on, you know, a couple of, you know, a couple of hands. Sometimes it's accidental because we'll be, you know, trying to do something that's edge play and like, oh, damn it. Um, but. Over the edge. <laughs> over the edge. Um, didn't pull it back quick enough. But there, I mean, there are occasions where, you know, I do masturbate now, but it's. I don't know. I just never was that person. It just was never a thing for me. And I think that's part of why it made it hard sometimes for me to say what I wanted because I didn't know what I wanted. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't didn't have the, I didn't do the self-exploration to, to understand kind of what felt good and what didn't feel good or. Once we had toys in play and I'll say it opened the floodgates literally and figuratively you'd had many great orgasms mm-hmm. before that but this is just a different kind altogether mm-hmm. then you found out there could be multiple kinds of orgasms yes multiple kinds and multiple yes i don't know that i had a multiple orgasm before probably toys. not and i don't now i mean I, I don't have them without toys now multiple yeah so sorry my head was going down to sexy story because there's so <laughs> you're many already things. there yeah i was there um but you know i think in the lifestyle i have struggled sort of because it's always kind of like the first date um just fun and exciting it is fun and exciting and and i i love parts of that like i love getting to new know new people and talk to them and you know and the play is great and i try because the nice thing in the lifestyle is that men are generally open i think men understand right like i know it works for my wife or my girlfriend I think men in the lifestyle, maybe because they have 
more recent partners in a mature way that they go, huh, look how different they all are. Mm -hmm. Very. Each woman uh, is mm -hmm. very different. Mm -hmm. How they respond to whatever is very different. And different ones are more vo vocal about what they want than others. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when a woman that we're playing with asks, like, do they ask you, like, touch me there or? Sometimes. Sometimes. I like it because it gives me an insight to what they would want. I think in the lifestyle, it's usually, you know, women come first as much as possible and as many times as possible. But yes, yes, we do. For someone else to share that doesn't know you that well, what makes them feel good is very... It's an honor. And, and satisfying, even if it's just mm -hmm. I could participate in that. I really enjoy that. And has, has a woman ever told you to stop doing something? Yes, probably. Yeah, as I think about it. Or redirecting is probably a better, mm -hmm. you know, what about this? Mm -hmm. Versus don't do that. You suck at that. You know, only my husband can do that. Don't try that. Um, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Having having the interaction is very, very good. It leads you to a whole different journey. You're learning with somebody, which mm -hmm. is fun. Mm -hmm. I like that. I, I do find that what I hear from, I'm going to call it single vanilla women in the world today, and how things are for them. I can say anecdotally that the lifestyle is very different. Many of the things you said, like, you know, it's kind of a woman-run thing, and the women come first, and there is a high value placed on mutual satisfaction. Mm-hmm. True. And when I, I feel kind of bad when I talk to women outside the, outside the lifestyle, because that's not how it is. I'm much better now in the lifestyle when I'm playing with someone else. I do a lot of nonverbal. I've been pretty good about nonverbal, like I'll take and move a hand or, and, and I've done a lot of encouraging, like, oh, that feels really good. So that's the way that I've had a voice in, you know, in this first few years that we've been doing this. And our experiences on Halloween um, and then the other uh, few weeks ago when our friends came to the house, I had a whole different experience. And I was able to use my voice. And I think the reason I was able to use my voice is he was very verbal, like very verbal. And when, I mean, he would ask, right? He would ask, what can I do to make you feel good? Would be the start of the conversation. And as the play progressed, I really think his openness and his being so verbal allowed me to really express what I wanted. We can talk about it a little bit in the sexy story, but I think his attitude gave me a safe space to actually express myself. And interestingly, when, you know, it's just been a few weeks ago, was really was the first time during play. I mean, I, we've we've used toys with other couples, but we've used them more more as a solo activity, right? Concentration on one person versus Right. Right. Multiple. Right. As opposed to like you and I play during sex, like I'll pop out my vibrator while you're coming from behind and you know what I mean? And it's, it works for me mm -hmm. and works for you. It, it feels, does. Feels it does. Good. Feels good. And so during this play, I was, I mean, I was 
in the mood. I My head was there, but I just couldn't quite get everything clicking like I needed to. And I actually asked if I could, if he cared if I used my vibrator. He was like, nope. And I did a first one solo. And then we proceeded to use it when we played. And that was a first for me without you, with somebody other than you. Mm-hmm. You were very comfortable doing it. I was. It was a nice interaction where, well, we'll get into it later, but mm-hmm. both of the couple were very vocal. Mm-hmm. They've been in the lifestyle a lot longer than we had too, and that might have something to do with it. But that helped me be more vocal and voicing what mm-hmm. I liked and finding out what she liked too. Mm-hmm. So that was a big plus. Yeah. And I find it, you know, I do sometimes, I'll say kick myself because I will ask my male partner that I'm playing with, like what feels good? Or if I'm if I'm touching someplace and I can't quite tell if it feels good or not, like sometimes you can just tell. And you're like, okay, we're going to keep doing this for a while. Then sometimes you just can't, you, you, you know? So, and I ask, and if it doesn't, I move on and it doesn't hurt my feelings. So why do I think it would hurt somebody else's feelings if mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt mine? That's why I Sometimes I kick myself. That logical part of me goes, every day I ask for what I want. I kind of demand what I want. I get what I want. And then I get into the It's all about you. It is all about me. (laughs) Haven't you figured that out yet? Oh, the people at work are finally starting to figure that out. Um, Really? (laughs) um, Now I just have to like, you know, so it's not like I am mealy-mouthed in my life, right? Where it's just I'm, you know... No, you're very assertive. It amazes me that it's taken me this long. I think what helps if you are, as we're as you're playing with another partner, to actually be the vocal one, I think encourages the other person. So how does that feel? Does that feel good? What do you like? You know, those kinds of questions, I think, encourage responses back. And I think it, that dialogue helps the dance. Mm-hmm. I think the other piece of that I'm learning is that if I haven't had that conversation before play with a man, um, because I have, I think like, oh, that feels really good, but why don't you come do this for a little bit? Is a, it's sort of the positive, right? Like that feels really good. L- you know, let's try this. Or, you know, and I'll ask for fingers. I'll I'll ask for that stuff. But now you didn't used to. I didn't used to. Mm-mm. I was always very nonverbal. I tried very hard to use both my body and my sounds to encourage behavior that I wanted, right? You've always had good nonverbal cues. And now you're getting good verbal cues. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope. And I think it's, again, with the understanding that, especially in the lifestyle, men want to make me feel good. They certainly want to feel good, and I want to make them feel good. So there is really no risk. This is part of my my mental loop that I have to tell myself. my processing, yeah. My affirmations. You can do this. And even now, I mean, even with the two of us, I've introduced something new into what I wanted. It's one of the last things that I actually shared. And it's turned out really well for me. It really has. Just saying. So we'll occasionally watch porn. And, you know, I had come across something that 
always intrigued me. And so I would inevitably search on that. I have always had this fascination with the idea of predicament bondage. Which I didn't even know was a thing two years ago. You didn't. A year ago. A year ago, probably. Last year, Mm -hmm. yeah. Beginning of this year. Yeah. So not very long. And and to tell you how bad I am at searching for porn, I I left that conversation going, oh, predicament bondage, that's kind of interesting. I'm searching predictive bondage. (laughs) Predictive. (laughs) It is not the same, I found out. It's what I expected, but yeah. Because it was predictable. But do you want to do you want to explain what predicament bondage is? Because we've mentioned it to a couple of people, and they're like, "What's that?" Yeah, it is bondage, usually tying, that puts one of the partners in a predicament of if I move this way, it will hurt over here. If I move this way, it may feel good. It's a give and take from a movement perspective. You're bound in a way that restricts you. And there's sort of two equally but, bad choices. Yes. It's the, the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And it's intriguing. It's interesting. It's I mean, it just gives me a chance to mess with your mind, if nothing else, mm-hmm. in your body as well. It is. It's at least the way we are doing it currently. It's way more of a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's a interesting watching you struggle processing it with your brain, especially after a couple drinks when you're doing this too. It's just like, I want to try. Oh, no, not that. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Oh, maybe that. No, no. And a physical fatigue comes into play, mm-hmm. too. It's just a different dynamic that we'd never, I never even knew existed. Mm-mm. But it's it's been intriguing. Sure, the other usual, you know, if you want to do the BDSM route, you can do that as well. But just the mind games to go with the physical mm-hmm. challenges. Mm-hmm. I'll say physical challenges. Yeah. That come into play has been kind of fun. It's one of the few times I've ever, ever heard you use a safe word. Mm-hmm. I did safe word out. One time. It was an interesting dynamic that I didn't know even existed. Mm-hmm. Will it be our go-to thing always? No. Mm-hmm. But throwing something different, I mean, we we try like trying new things, pushing boundaries. Yeah. And and I push your boundaries big time on that. You do. And I don't I don't get to ask for what I want there, but Oh, you be- can ask all you want. <laughs> but because <laughs> just don't get it. But because I was willing to sort of put myself out there and go, hey, this is kind of, that's not really fringe because it's not. It can be some of, like some of the stuff you see online is like, oh, no, no, no. Like it's, it's extreme and we don't do extreme. It's much more about, it's much more about the mind fuck. Mm-hmm. We'll tell the story sometime during a sexy story. But the first time we did it was the first time I'd been like really nervous. You were, yeah, it was... Oh my gosh, it was like I couldn't stand still. I was, it was fidgeting. Like, it was like your first prom. You were nervous. You were... The first slow dance with a boy. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was yeah. that. It was... For me to see, you know, see you process something for the first time. That was kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, I wasn't around for your for your first, for your first dates, for your first mm-hmm. whatever. But wow, I got to see this the first time. That was kind of fun. And it was new for me. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research on it. Yes, you did. You and learned like, how to tie knots. And learned it well. I tied knots before, but not like this. No, these were very different. That's part of this whole idea of me finding my voice. Well, you told me about it, and if mm-hmm. had you not, I never would have known it existed. Mm-mm. And I never would have gotten what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know for sure that it's what I really wanted. Oh, I could like, tell the first time we did it. Really you weren't sure. Like, but like, mm-hmm. It looked good in the brochure, mm-hmm. but the actual trip, not so much. Sometimes it's like on paper, that mm. was a good idea. I did not see it playing out this way. 
So my 20-year-old self, sometimes I just want to go kick her ass and, you know, give her a good shake. But girl, it's going to be fine. Just open up your mouth and ask for what you want. It generally pays off. It didn't the first time. You were bruised. Mm-hmm. Well, and it just it just sets an internal dialogue mm-hmm. up that's not good. So it took a long time to unwind. It did a mm-hmm. lot of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad you did though. I'm glad I did too because it's been a hell of a good time. Mm-hmm. The ride's still going. Oh, jeez, yes, it's it's been going and going and going and going. Energizer bunny. Energizer bunny. So on that note. I'm ready to tell a sexy story because I've been dying to tell it through this whole thing, trying to, to talk about it without telling the sexy story. So are you ready for sexy story? I am. Excellent. Sexy story time. Finally. Finally, 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 it is sexy story time. Yeah, we've been waiting a while for this one. We have. And it built on itself, too, as we've waited. It really so did. It's even better. Why don't you start? It's sexy stories. Stories, that's true. It's one story, but it... Yes, multiple... Events. Events. It started, as we alluded to earlier, when we met a couple at the Halloween party. Yes, indeed. It was one of the very few times we really connected four ways mm-hmm. immediately. We've mm-hmm. connected four ways with couples as we get to know them better. Yep. That was pretty quick mm-hmm. and pretty electric. Mm-hmm. At least I thought so. It started when we met them, but we ended up dancing with them before long. And I think at one point we were the only four people dancing. We were. And it was... Drinks in hand, because, you know, got to do we that. we were drinking, yeah. Uh, but there were... There were videos, almost a surround mm-hmm. with the videos that video were screens. video screens. It was well done. Mm-hmm. And the music was kind of all over the place well, the first night. The first night was kind of bad. But it was fun dancing. And mm-hmm. actually, it was coming off of our trip when I kind of got my groove back. Mm-hmm. And I like to dance. Found that mojo. Found that mojo. I think one of the one of the big bonuses that th- their names, Leo and Jess. 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 Yes. Careful how I say Jess. Um, we were talking about things we liked, music, different things. And, and she says, well, there's one type of music I just don't like. And it really alienates a lot of people. And she told me, and I literally high-fived her on the <laughs> dance floor because it's the one genre of music I do not like. You don't. And it's the same. I'm like, you had me at hello. <laughs> High five. Yeah. Um, and which was funny, but we started dancing and you two were dancing even when the music was so-so, we were just having a good time yeah, dancing. Yeah, we did. We had a good time. We made a good time. We made it a good time. But I'm trying to think, because I know at one point we were watching people around us and, you know, it was a lifestyle event, but not many people were engaged, mm-hmm. which was a little weird. I mean, even in conversations and just leans over to me. It's just like, are we the only couples that are get lucky tonight? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I like the sound of that <laughs> um yeah but it but it was weird it was the only couples that seemed to connect mm-hmm. early now yeah. we weren't there all night but it's probably not much after that we decided we need to move upstairs mm-hmm. to make that happen yep and we started with we took it up to our room they brought tequila mm-hmm. tequila seems to be a weapon of choice for a you many do women. seem to have a lot of women who like tequila. Just saying. Uh, I need you to have learn. a type. I have a type. I'm trying to learn more tequila. You actually are. Whereas I am. I'm researching like mm-hmm. crazy. But did tequila shots 
Well, wait. You did tequila shots uh-huh. with Leo. Uh-huh. I did secondhand tequila shots. There you go. The best kind of tequila shots. Because <laughs> you weren't sure of, you wanted tequila. Taking them out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it worked. Yeah. So. Like, okay, this is where we're starting. All yeah, right. That, that was, yeah, we started started down the right path. That was funny. I'll say the makeout session started first. I, I do like the makeout sessions. Mm-hmm. For as much as like everything else, I do mm-hmm. like I do like kissing. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And, and to think one of our rules when we started was no kissing. I know, crazy. That lasted almost a half an hour. Almost. And then, then we all proceeded towards the bed. Yeah. And more warned, well. Well, <laughs> so what we're struggling with, right, is whether or not to share. And, and, I'm, and I think we should because this is a little bit about using your voice, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to play it from that angle. This woman squirts. She squirts. She... I think can get embarrassed about that. I have squirted. So I'm like, you don't need to be embarrassed about this. So, but you went to the bathroom and got some towels. Yeah. Didn't use them, but. Didn't make it to the bed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, it was just really, that first night was just really, it was just really hot. And that, and that was that first night when Leo was, again, using words and was so encouraging. And yeah, I mean, we just, it was just, a really hot we didn't quite have all the people on the people that i like but we Mm -hmm. had some of it you know there's advantages and disadvantages to being on the same bed and i go back and forth whether or not i want one bed or two right like i do i go back and forth because i like having space which is what two beds gives you but i love the people on the people and i can touch i can interact a little differently with the woman with you Mm -hmm. um with the four of us yeah so I had a really hot, sexy night. It was, yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a great, just a great experience. And we thought, okay, like we really liked them, you know, the, the night was over and, and they left and, you know, we were talking and like to see him again. We kind of, it had, was wonderful, but yeah, we kind of had like sort of made some tentative, like, you know, Hey, let us know how, you know, what you do tomorrow, whatever. So we got up the next day, we had reached out and we ended up going to a brewery. And just sitting and talking to them. For a we, couple of hours. Yeah. We just sat and talked. I mean, talked about everything. And really connected. Mm-hmm. That was, for as amazing as the sex was that weekend, that was so wonderful to connect, mm-hmm. not expecting to. Mm-hmm. Just, it was it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we struggle sometimes, you and I, that line between, like, we really enjoy spending time with these people. But it's a party. Yeah, we Every, don't want like, to consume their time. Yes. It's like, how do you, like, you know, like, we would love to spend more time with them, but they might want to spend time with other people. And so how do you balance that? We still, I, we I, still struggle with that. I don't know that. the perfect balance. That night, you know, we saw them and we kind of chatted. Again, we were in that whole, let's not crimp their style. Yeah. So we ended up like going upstairs and getting, each going to our own rooms and getting drinks and and I think we were all kind of looking at each other like, okay, is this going to happen? We were all kind of in that same place. Do these people really want to spend yeah. another night with us after having... My answer was yes. But, well, <laughs> so was mine. But but it's that, again, you don't want to crimp somebody's we don't want, we don't want style. To, yeah. You don't want to monopolize. Correct. That's the good word. So at one point, I'm like, okay, we're just going to go. We're going to stand up by the dance floor, you and I, just you and I. We were drinking, and we'll just sort of see what happens. We're kind of scoping out the room, and up they walk. And I'm like, okay, 
like I'm I'm done. Like I'm done playing not cat and mouse because it wasn't that. It wasn't a game. It wasn't a game at all. But it was. But we all won. We all won. That's true. We did all win. And so we ended up back on the dance floor and we danced some more. And we ended up back up in their room. And we get there and they're like, we need to do shots for your anniversary. And it looked, mm-hmm. if you look, looked at your watch, you're like, it's midnight. Yay. Like, so I wish you happy anniversary. We did. I'm like, that is the best anniversary present I ever. That night I was using my voice and I a was lot more. too. Mm-hmm. And it was great to hear her using her voice. Mm-hmm. It was, didn't go into many details the first night, but it was really great, great sex. And it was pretty well timed where we could watch you two and then went back to us and mm-hmm. back and forth which mm-hmm. i love because i could see you interacting mm-hmm. and even even seeing you use your voice for the first time mm-hmm. like that was pretty fun yeah it was really hot it really was and then we actually had a little because we'd been we'd been talking all day and we were talking about the fact that with men i tend to take the submissive role mm. but with women i tend to be dominant weirdly so we actually we actually ended up spanking her you and i yeah kind of the three of us was a little mm-hmm. bit you know with, mm-hmm. with leo right next to it oh it yeah was he was yeah really an interesting dynamic for us we mm-hmm. hadn't done much of that and that was mm-hmm. the first time you kind of engaged that way mm-hmm. it fully yeah. uh, deliberately would be a better way of saying it deliberately because i i would engage that way but you talked about finding your voice but you mm-hmm. were finding kind of that dichotomy because mm-hmm. as we've mentioned in the past that whole you never know what you get with you on the spectrum mm-hmm. with females on any given night but mm-hmm. that was like oh maybe that's partly why and in retrospect yeah. some of the dynamics we've had have been around that yeah and she and i actually had a fair amount of kissing and play good. And you two had good chemistry we did have really like, good chemistry oh, and <laughs> and um and so we were, you know, that was really fun. And the nice thing about her and I is we were able to have a conversation and we were almost identically matched from that sort of by play desire mm-hmm. piece. And so I really think we both were able to relax. You were. Because we could, we could, we knew that the other person wasn't going to want something from us that we didn't, that we weren't wanting to give. Nor were we going to be asked for something to, you know what I mean? Like, it just was really, it was really hot. It was, it was, it was, it was really hot. It doesn't seem to do justice just to say it was really hot, but that's, it was no, just really hot. But that was, yeah, I don't even know how, how to describe that night. From my perspective, it was electric for a couple of days. And even the more we got to know them, the better it got. Mm-hmm. That was the best part. Oh, Yeah. Um, sometimes you're like, mm, maybe this is run its course or whatever. No, no, there. No, this was not. Mm-mm. And and we had we did we just had so much fun that night. And I do remember like her ass was red, it was red. And she finally asked us, you know, she's like, okay, we're good. I'm like, all right. But she was really enjoying it. And I think that's the first time I've like really fully not more than just like a smack mm-hmm. spanked a woman. Mm-hmm. It, I, first time I know of anyway. So, I mean, that was, that was really, really hot. <laughs> so it worked for me. But then we decided that we were going to go to the after party up on top floor where the DJ was playing and people were out in the hallways. And so, you know, we wore our lingerie up. And again, we sort of did that. I did that same sort of thing. You know, like I'm going to let them 
go and do. And I actually sent you back down to the room for drinks. And I literally was leaning up against a wall and I was just people watching. I was having the best time. And so, yeah, so it was great. And then that party went until, I don't know, two. And then everybody went to the pool. And the party picked up again. And the party picked up again. I mean, I could not believe how many people were in the hot tub and in the, the pool was cold. We didn't get in the pool. We were sort of sitting alongside the pool and you were on my right and just was on my left. So we're having these conversations and, and you know, other couple friends came up and we were talking and we were continuing the chemistry and it wasn't that we were playing, just, but we were just, a connection. we were just connected and it was, it was great. And, you know, at 4.30, we're dragging our sorry butts back up to our room, knowing that we have to check out that night or that morning in like four hours. And, you know, we were laying in bed and we were talking, you know, we were just talking about like what, what a great night it was and how, you know, she and I had this connection and you got kind of quiet. You're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, I stole your girl, man. Yeah, not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a great anniversary. It I'm was just saying the that best was best anniversary that we've was had a yet. Great anniversary. Thank you to those two. Yeah, absolutely. And we did have them back to our house. Oh yeah, then they what, came a and visited. Later? Mm-hmm. They came mm-hmm. and visited. And they visited and, and another day to connect. We we mentioned yeah. the winery mm-hmm. and and dinner mm-hmm. and. And playtime. And playtime. It was great playtime. Yeah, it was. That was, again, back to you with your voice. Mm-hmm. That that was, I mean, we had a long, long evening. We did. But it was, I, I love, you know, there's the people and the people kind of play. Mm-hmm. But we were separated, but we got to watch. The timing just worked yeah. well where the two of us would mm-hmm. go one way and then you two. So we could watch. And it was, the sex was amazing. Mm-hmm. But one of the best moments or multiple moments of when she locked eyes with her husband while he was with you and just that was magical Mm -hmm. i mean i was just glad to be in the room but that was like that is really hot Mm -hmm. and you and i did the same but Mm -hmm. but but seeing it's different different mm -hmm. than being it yeah yeah i really appreciate that i mean it was that connection that brings them back together and Mm -hmm. we did get to the people on the people bringing things back together later a little bit um but that will do more of that next time yeah that was the, we started telling her, we talked a little bit, I intimated it, I guess, but you know, I couldn't, I was like, okay, we brought the toys in and we always, we always bring the toy bag. We just don't use them. Interesting. I have encouraged other women to use their toys. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. But like I said, I just could not quite, I mean, I was there like, but I just couldn't quite, it was, I don't even, it was like I was sort of stuck in third gear. I couldn't quite get to fourth gear. And so I'm like, you're always stuck in second gear. I I almost did that and I wasn't going to do it. So I changed. (laughs) That's why I stopped. But that's when I was like, okay, would you, do you care? And so I, I basically did it solo. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to sit here on the chair, big stuffed chair and like go and had, had an orgasm. I'm like, great. Like it primes the pump for me. And so, you know, we were kissing and, and playing and, um, I was on top and I'm like, okay, this, this feels great. I'm like, okay, like, I just know, you know, if I use my vibrator, like I would with you, like, I'll have a really nice, great big one. Black diamonds. Love those black diamonds. And um, black diamonds are a girl's best friend. That's right. So I've been told. Mm -hmm. I pull the vibrator out and and I put it on. And so the nice thing is he can feel it because he's inside me. 
because it's on the you know the whole perineum and i come hard and i'm i'm almost to the point where i'm like "Mm, that was big enough that i don't have much left in the tank orgasm wise and so you know we we played a little bit more and we sort of were like okay we both needed to tap out because we were exhausted it was really good sex but then then had nothing to do with me no i think i'd primed the pump fairly well with oh her. yeah 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 we pulled out the motor bunny and i thought this was going to be a long ride <laughs> it didn't make the eight seconds that mm. the uh, rodeo clowns Mm-mm. have or whatever the uh, the riders Mm-mm. but it was so hot it was just zero oh, to 60 God, and booms See, I don't get to watch. Yeah, you never get to watch that. It's the best part. That was the best part. Mm -hmm. So, but what, what great fun. And I'm pretty sure I told him that he was the first man beside you I'd ever played with a toy while I was having sex. Mm -hmm. And he was like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really? Um, But there was a comfort level. It's so nice to have that chemistry. And other than that, I mean, it's just been, it's been mind blowing. Last Mm -hmm. weekend, especially, it was just, So we'll tell that story sometime too, but that was just the two of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Right. Mm. Yeah. I I think it's time to, you know, let these good folks go back to work or working out or driving all by themselves or whatever they're doing. But I think it's time to play. Let's play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New With Tags Pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as New With Tags Podcast. Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day. You gotta rock the shit.